Hashem. Welcome everyone to the Wabet Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Chaf Tet. We'll begin on Chaf Chet Abet Tan Rabbanan. Says the Gemara. Today's Daf is available. Anyone who would like the Zuchut of sponsoring the Daf, please call Joey Hammer. He will be handling all inquiries for sponsoring the Daf. Anyone who wants the Zuchut, um, we recommend that you call immediately in order to take advantage. Says the Gemara. Tan Rabbanan. We could stop Tamut Torah in order to make a funeral for a dead body. Also Wow. Okay. They said about him also that even though he used to learn, learn Torah all day, he would batel Torah for those things. Says the Gemara, That's only if the people don't have what they need. If they have everything they need, and you shouldn't stop. Meaning, if they don't need you at the funeral, or you're not needed to do something at the funeral, then you shouldn't go. Vekama, this is assuming you're learning Torah. Vekama, some say the 12,000 people with 6,000 shofars. Ulama, half the people will be from the place where he's from. And until you get to the Beta Kibrot, from Ulba to Sikhra, that's how many you should have people, half the people from, from, the, from the city. Until the, the, the cemetery. It should be like the way we gave, we gave the Torah and Sinai. That's how we should take it back. Right? So, if, in other words, if you have a Tamil Chacham dying, it's like you're giving back the Torah. We got the Torah, give the Just like you took, took the Torah with 60,000 people, so too. Well, 600,000 people. So, too, you take it back with 600,000 people. 60 of 10,000 is 600,000. Okay? So, otherwise, if you know the person, you're going to the, to the funeral. Hani mili mandikari vitani. That's somebody who knows Torah and, Mishnah and, and, and the Gemara. Awalamandi matni let la shiura. But if you have a guy who's a teacher... Then no matter how many people you have to stop for the for the funeral. Tanya Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai Omer. Bore kama chavibin yisrael tnei kolos brachu. Chol makom shigalu shchinai mahem. Wherever wherever they go to galut, the shchinai is with them. Why? Galul matzayim shchinai mahem. When they went to the shchinai, the shchinai is with them. Shnei mar hanigla nigleti el bet avicha biyotam matzayim. It says that didn't I reveal myself? To your family in Mitzrayim? Galu Bavel, when they got kicked out of Israel and went to Bavel, as the Basuk says, Bavela. 
for you, I send people to Babel. And therefore we see that Hashem is with us in that Kalut as well. Even when they're going to be redeemed, the Shekhinah is going to be with them as well. Hashem will return your captives, right? Veheshiv, the pasuk says veheshiv. 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 Is that clear? Again, the word Shav is Ahi's returning. Heshiv causes someone to return. Since the word Heshiv is not used, that means Hashem was in Galut with us. Okay. Bavel Hecha Amarabaya So if Hashem was in Galut, when he's in Bavel, where was he? Says Gemara, in the Bekrisit in Hutzal. Why? Ubekrisit is the Shav Viativ. And in the Bethesda that was destroyed and rebuilt. He was sometimes in this place and sometimes in that place. <coughs> Whatever that means. Okay. Oh, so some say that this was, this Bethesda was built by Yechonia. Yechonia was the the second, not the last king, the last king said Kiyahu. Yechonia, uh, I think, is the second or third to last king, who was second the second to last king of Yehuda, the 19th king, or the 21st king from David HaMelech. David HaMelech and his kids were straight kings of Yehuda. And his 21st one was Yechonia, who was exiled to Babel, before they destroyed the Beit HaMikdash. And he built this Beit Knesset. And that's where the Shekhinah, we're telling you the Gemara, that's where the Shekhinah dwelt when they were in Galut. Amar Teitili, Hashem will give me reward. Why? Teki machakina parsa, ayelano umatzilna hatam. He says, whenever I go far from this shul, I always go to the shul to pray over there. And the Shekhinah is there, and therefore I'll get a Zechut for praying where the Shekhinah is. Avua the Shmuel, Velevi, Haviyatu Beknishta, the Shafiyatim Hadai. So these two rabbis are talking about this, this Beknishta of Shafiyatim, the destroyed one and the built one in Hadai. That was one of the two that we said that Hashem's Shekhinah was there. Achi Shekhinah, Vishamu, Kol Riksha. The Shekhinah came. And they they heard that a, a voice came, a, a strong voice came. and they got up and left. He didn't leave. So the, the the angels came, and they scared him. Right? If you have one guy who is depressed and the other guy is not depressed, who gets pushed from somebody else? He says, I'm, I'm, I'm a blind man and I can't get up alone. 
And therefore, why are you pushing me out? I'm a Lahush of Kinu. So Hashem told the angels, leave him. So he was able to stay in the bit in the shul when Hashem showed up. I will be for them for a small bet of Mikdash. The shuls and bet Mikdash and Bavel are like a Mikdash Ma'at, like a small bet Mikdash. When they tell you you have to be careful about a small bet Mikdash, this is the Gemara. This is the house of Rav in Bavel. So either the Mikdash Ma'at is either the shuls and the Mikdash or the house of the rabbi is also Mikdash Ma'at. Hashem me'on ata ha'it alanu. Hashem, you were a ma'on for us. Bedor vador. Me'on is Hashem's um, abode. El batek nesiot batek bedashot. This is the, this is the, this is the, the, the shuls. Why? Because it says, Pasuk says, your, Hashem has an abode. Bedor vador. Every generation. Now if it was just talking ma'on, so you would talk about the Beth Gash. But now this is my own bechol dor vador. It's got to be every generation. It's got to be talking about the shuls. Okay. Tanya Rabbi Elazar Hakafar Omer Atin betek nizuk b'tishot shibavel shik be'uber Israel. It's a famous kimana. In the future, <coughs> the shuls are going to move to Israel. Okay. Shnei Amar ki katabor beharim karmel beyam yavo. Because like tavor beharim and karmel beyam yavo. They're telling you that these mountains that came to Har Sinai, okay, when Hashem gave the Torah, the mountains came and we said, oh, we're going to bring those mountains to Israel. So for sure, the shuls where we, where we didn't just have a one-time event, it was a constant learning, for sure. Kavachomer, they got to Israel. So these shuls get to Israel with the Kavachomer. Okay? They're going to go on Kavachomer air. You know, as, as they... Uh, the well, what about beaches? Yeah. Darash bar kapara. What are you talking about? From, from Kriya Yom Suf? Like, no. Like bring, you said bring the mountains, you said bring the beaches also. But we have a nice uh, beach. No, Baruch Hashem. <laughs> Why will you run you uh, mountains governorim? Right. Why are you? Why do you want a, 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 a judgment with Sinai? You guys are all. Uh, like um, defected compared to Hasinai. Ktiv Acha Gavnunim, Ktiv Hatam, O Giben Odak. Amar Vashmamina Haimadi Yahir Balmumhu. If a guy is showing off, he's probably Balmum. Right? He's a uh, defective, yeah. They were claiming that they wanted the Torah on them. Hashem said, Your guys are defected compared to Hasinai. Because, because why are they defective? What's the moon they have? Because they're too um, haughty. They think too much of themselves, these other mountains. They were tall and they felt that they should get the Torah. Okay, we said in the, in the Mishnah, and Osin Otem Kampundra. You can't make them a Kampundra. My Kampundra. What's a Kampundra? Amarava, Kampundra Kishma. 
it's a like like its name. Umaykishma, what does it mean like its name? Kimandama Adamakvina Adre Albaha Kapunya, which means instead of I'll go around it, I'll go through it. You can't make a bit that that means a shortcut. Meaning a kapunja means as I'll go through it, uh, as I'll go around it, I might as well go through it. I'm going to be a boo. He says a new thing. Let's say they built a shul on a place that was always a shortcut. If that, if so, that always people always walk in, then they just stop and they built the shul here. Then you're allowed to walk through the shul because it was originally a shortcut. That is according to the Bible. Amar Rachman Beitzak, Hanichnas Amanat Shelo Asot Kamudra, Mutal Asot Kamudra. If a guy walks in to stay a little bit. And then he decides to walk out the other way. He's allowed to make him into Kamuja. Which means that, let's say you didn't go in, in mind to walk through. You went in to stay. And you decide to leave. That's okay. That part's okay. Welcome, Benjamin. Okay? If you go into the shul, you to pray. Which means, let's say you walked into Shul to pray. And now you don't want to walk out the same door that you walked in. You have an easier time walking out the other door. It's mutar to go out the other door. Okay? In Bet Mikdash, people who walked in from, from the north gate would always leave from the, from the south gate. So if they did it over there, it should be mutar in the Shul also. Now, the Mishnah had said that if grasses grew in the shul, then you should always leave the grasses because it'll cause people to feel bad and fix the shul up. Okay? I thought we said in a different Brighta that you shouldn't, you shouldn't um, detach them and eat them. But you could detach them if you leave them in the place, since people see it there, it's uh, people still feel bad also. The Mishnah also meant that you can't eat it, but you're allowed to detach it and leave it there. As long, you, know, you don't have to leave it growing there. As long as people see that it was growing there, that's enough. In a shul, in a, in a cemetery, you can't be lightheaded. You can't be joking around in a cemetery. And you can never uh, bring cattle to graze there. You can't push a river through it. You can't gather grasses in it. And if you gather them, you have to burn them in place because it's not covered for the dead body. Okay. Bury what? Asamot. These are not asamot. These are asabim. No, uh, grasses. Oh, okay. Grasses, sorry. Okay. Says the Gemara. Ahai. What is the Kavod Matim? Ilema Asefa. If we're talking about the Sefa of the, of the Mishnah where it says that you have to burn them. When you burn them, what is the Kavod Matim? 
Ela arranged talking about the beginning. We're telling you that the Kalut Rosh is because burning is not Kavod Matim, but rather Kalut Rosh, avoiding lightheadedness, is because of Kavod Hamatim. Says the Mishnah. We're on the bottom of Chavtet Amuralf. Mishnah says as follows. Rosh Chodesh Adal Shechali Yopah Shabbat. Then you do Parshat Shekalim. Okay? For, if Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbat, you do Parshat Shekalim that day. Chali Yopah Tocha Shabbat. Let's say Rosh Chodesh doesn't fall out on Shabbat. Let's say it falls out on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Then Maktimim the Shabbat. Then you do it the Shabbat before Rosh Chodesh Adar. So the latest it could ever be on Shekalim is Rosh Chodesh Adar. And then, if you do that, then you have a break before the next Shabbat. Because Parshat Zachor is the one right before Purim. Now, if you did it on Rosh Chodesh, then you'll have Parshat Zachor probably the next week. But if you did it on a Sunday, if Rosh Chodesh was Sunday or Monday, then you did it the week before, you can have a break before you have Parshat Zachor. Bishniyah, the second one, is Zachor. Okay? It's always the second Shabbat of the thing, because it's got to be before Purim. Being that Purim is on the thirteenth, the fourteenth, it's always going to be the second Shabbat, never the first, never the third. Okay, Bishlishit Paraduma. The third one is always Parshat Paraduma. Bishlishit on the fourth one, Achol Shizrachem. Bishlishit on the fifth one, Chosin Kizan. We go back to the regular order of the Haftaras. Okay, Lechom Afsikim. But now we're talking about what you read for the Haftarah, okay? For every, no matter what holiday you're up to, you must seek, you stop whatever regular Haftarah you're doing, and you switch to Rosh Chodesh, right? Rosh Chodesh, you switch. On Hanukkah, you switch. On Purim, you switch. Purim, we're talking about on Purim, not, not for Haftarah, but for the for the, we're talking about the Kriyat Torah here. So on Rosh Chodesh, you switch to Rosh Chodeshem. And Hanukkah, you switch to Hanukkah Tamezbeach. Purim, you go by Yomalek. Taniyot, you, you read the Berachot Uklalot. That's a real Tanit. Not talking about our Tanit. Talking about a Tanit over here that you're doing for rain. Okay? Umamadot. Umamadot, you read Masebashit. Umayom Kippurim, we read Arayot. Okay. Tanan Hatam. Be'echad ba'adal mashmi'im al-ashkalim. On the first of Adar, we make an announcement about Shekalim, that everyone has to come for Mahasita Shekel. That's what they used to do in the olden days. Okay? But climb, and also, they, they made announcements that people should avoid have, mixing their vegetables in the field to avoid climb. You can't plant next to each other. That's also on the first of Adar announcement. It says, uh, I understand why Adar, you're talking about Klaim, because it's a time of planting. Everyone knows that Adar is a time to plant. But why are we... Why are we doing for Shekalim? Now, when we said it's a time of planting, it means that's the time when things start growing. You could see if things are mixed. Okay? But when it comes to Shekalim, why you, who told you that you do it then? Amar Tabi, Amar Yoshiad, Amar Kapasuk says, Zot Olat Chodesh Mechotcho. 
This is the Olah Chodesh in Bechotcho, the Chotcho Yashana. Amar Torah Chadesh, Vahaba Korban Mitruma Chadesha. It tells you, they have to bring a Korban from the new Tiruma. Kevin de Minisan, Bai Akuvi, Mitruma Chadesha, Kazmin Vikarin, Bechad Badar. Okay, so the, in, the, in the newest part, month of the year, you have to bring a new korban, a new korban. Now, a new korban means, it's what defines it as a new korban. Every korban is new. And what defines it as a new korban is because it's brought from the new monies. And therefore, in order to have the new monies in place in Nisan, you have to be collecting the new money from Adar. And that's why Adar is the... Starting point for, for the, for the collecting. Kiman, who does it go like? The local Rashbag is against Rashbag. The E Rashbag, because if it's Rashbag Hamar, he says, Shte Shabbatot. You only do two Shabbats before. The time you will learn it. Shulim Echot Abesach Chodim Lepesach Shlishim Yom. Rashbag Omer Shte Shabbatot. So, we're going to connect this to a Machlokin about when you mention the Halachot of the Holidays. Why? Because by the Chodah holidays, you have to mention the Chodah holidays either a month or two weeks before. Right? So we're assuming that the rabbi who wrote our thing that we have to do the Shekelim a month before is probably not the rabbi who says that the holidays are two, day, two weeks before. Because had he been that rabbi, he would have said that we, we, we mentioned the Shekelim two weeks before Nisan and not on Rosh Chodah Shatah. No, not necessarily. I feel the Rashbag. It could even be Rashbag. Why? Since we said on the 15th of Adar, the money changers are sitting in the towns in order to be able to change people's monies because people, not everyone had a half shekel coin that you had to give and therefore there were money changers there to exchange either small coins for half shekel coins or bigger coins to split it into half shekel coins. And that starts on the 15th of Adar. Right? So it could be that even the, the both rabbis could fit with the Rosh According to the rabbi who says a month before, so it's a month before the collection date. And according to the rabbi who says two weeks before, he'll say it's, it's two weeks before the, the money changes are sitting, because the money changes are on the 15th. Two weeks before that is Rosh So either way, it could fit with, the, with, with either rabbi. You with me, Joey, or no? Yeah, yeah. My Parshat Shekelim. What do you read by Parshat Shekelim? What part of the Torah do you read? Rav Amar, Tzav Mezil Vavatalahem, Et Korbani Lachmi. You mentioned Korbani Lachmi, which is like the Rosh Chodesh type of thing. Why do we do that? Because we're mentioning the new Korbanot. Shmuel Amar, Kitisa. Shmuel disagrees. And he says, you read Parshat Kitisa, which talks about giving in Shekelim. I understand according to one who says Kitisa, which is Shmuel, says the Gemara, that's why we call it Parshat Shekalim. Because it says the word Shekalim in the, the Parsha. According to Rav, who says, they say, it doesn't mention the word Shekalim in that part, in, in, in Korban Lachmi. But it says, in, yes, it does. Time am I, Kid Reb Tabi. It's like Reb Tabi. Because since it says, the word Chodesh, you read it, Chadash. And therefore, therefore the word Chodesh, you read it, Chadash, and that's how it has to be from the new Korbanot, new Shekalim. 
They were only collecting shikalim over there to build a mishkan. So you can mention shikalim, but Hazar Baruch has nothing to do with Korbanot. According to the rabbi who says Korban Nachmi, at least it's Korbanot, Hazar Baruch. But according to you, nice to mention shikalim, but there wasn't the right shikalim. It's the wrong shikalim. This is for the two weeks before? No, we're talking. No, we're talking. We're not going back. Now we're asking what parashat do you read whenever it is. Okay? Everyone agrees that there's Kodesh for whatever reason. But what parashat do you read? Either it's Kitisa or you read Korban Nachmi, which is the way you do on Rosh Kodesh. Now, according to the one who says you read the Rosh Chodesh one, it makes sense because we're doing this to get the money for the Korbanot, right? So that's cool. So we mentioned Korbanot. But according to the one who says Kitisa, it's nice that you mentioned Shikalim in Kitisa, but the Shikalim over there were for the building of the Mishkan, for the, more specifically, for the Adanim, which are the sockets, the silver sockets, which they used to put the, the uh, beams of the Mishkan into. They had silver sockets. They collected shikalim from everyone for the base of the thing. Cool. But what does that do with the korbanot? We're collecting for korbanot now. So the Gemara, Kedatani Rabbi Yosef goes like Rabbi Yosef. Why? Shalosh tenumotem. There were three tenumot. Shemazbeach and mazbeach. For the mazbeach to buy to buy korbanot for the mazbeach. Shaladanim, like we said, for the for the sockets. Shaladanim. Bedikabayit, the bedikabayit. And therefore, since there were three tenumot. Then I mentioned the Prasha, it says Tinuma three times. It's talking about three different Komarot. So you think that it wasn't that it wasn't talking about it was only talking about for the Adanim over there. But but this rabbi Rav Yosef is claiming that since the word Tiruma is mentioned three times in that parasha, it's hinting to us on the three different types of Tinumot that they had, and therefore it is hinted to there. And that's enough. Now it's interesting, when we give Mahasita Shekel, we're not actually doing Shekalim. We're doing just half a shekel to remember it. Now, we do what we need. The custom is to give three half silver, silver coins. Mm-hmm. We must be, Rabbi, why three? Right. The answer, why three? Because it says Tinumah three times the basuk. That's this idea of the thing is also into our. Uh, so, so, which, which parashah do we read in the end? Is there... You want to know what we actually do? Yeah, which we actually read. We're not finished yet. You want to yeah. stick with us? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good according to Shmuel, says Kitisa. That's why this Rosh Chodesh is different than other months. Right? That's why if Rosh Chodesh will fall on this thing, you'll read both parashiot. They're asking a question. They said, what happens when Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on, on Rosh, when Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbat? Halakha is, you have to read Parashat Shekalim. Now, according to the one who says that you're supposed to read Kitisa, so you're reading two things. You're reading the, the Parashat of Parashat Shekalim, and you're reading Rosh Chodesh. It's a little different. Instead of reading Rosh Chodesh, you're reading Shekalim. But now, if I... Let me finish. But now... If, if according to Rav, who says that you're reading 
That's the regular Rosh Chodesh one. So there's nothing different that you're reading on Parashat Shekalim, because I always read on Rosh Chodesh at Kobani Lachmi. So what's different? Why? It doesn't make sense. How can you say that? The Mishnah says that when it falls on Shabbat, you read it on Shabbat. Read it on Shabbat. Can't read it on Shabbat, because it's the same thing. I was going to read it on Rosh Chodesh anyway. Says the Gemara. On a regular Rosh Chodesh, you will read six aliyot of the Parashat HaShavua, v'chal b'Rosh Chodesh. V'ilu ha'idna kulu b'Rosh Chodesh. You'll skip the whole week, and you'll read all seven aliyot on Rosh Chodesh. So again, this is very, very cool. That's not what we do. But according to this, normally, Parashat Shekalim, you read six aliyot of, of whatever parashat you're doing, let's say parashat, whatever it is, and one aliyah, the last aliyah, oh, okay, this one's for parashat HaKodesh. When it falls on Shabbat, according to the opinion who says you read it, since you're doing Rosh Chodesh, you take seven aliyot, and you skip a parashat that, that week. Okay? Seven aliyot, skip a parashat, and you do only a whole Shabbat. Okay? And that'll be different. So the Gemara, Hani Chalaman Demalas says the Parsha to Chosev. So the Gemara says that's good according to the one who says that on, on the on the those there's a machloket whether you go back to regular Parashiot or you go back to the Haftarot. Which means there's a machloka between the rabbis whether, whether we do what we do or something else. In other words, on one of these four weeks, are we skipping the parasha or just adding to the parasha? So there, there was a machloka about that. And one rabbi says you skip the whole parasha, and one rabbi says no, you just do it as a haftarah. So according to the rabbi says you just do it as a haftarah. So now when you tell you when we tell you that you're skipping the parasha. Over here on the Shkodesh, so it's something different. But according to the other rabbi, who says you always skip the parasha, so then what's different? We're back to the back, we're back to the drawing board. What's different about, about uh, Shabbat on Adar on Shabbat? In the end, it comes out that you're going to just do the same exact thing, right? You're going to skip the parasha again. There's a general machloket in general when you do these four parashot, Mike. Are you supposed to do parashat shikalim together with parasha of the week, or you just skip the parasha of the week? Now. According to the one who says you don't skip the parasha of the week, so when Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbat, according to Rav who says you say Kumi Lachmi, you'll skip the parasha and therefore it'll be something different. Okay? But according to the one who says you always skip the parasha of the week, if you always keep the parasha of the week, then what are you doing different when you do Kumi Lachmi? It's Rosh Chodesh, that's the regular Rosh Chodesh one. So if you don't go with the regular Rosh Chodesh one, and you always skip anyway, so what's, the, what's different about Shabbat Rosh Chodesh, Shabbat Rosh Chodesh Adar? It's all, exa- all the same. <laughs> Shani, it's different. He's claiming that the rabbi will say that on a regular Rosh Chodesh, you'll read six on the parasha and one of Rosh Chodesh. And this one, Rosh Chodesh Adar, you'll read three of the parasha 
and four of Rosh Chodesh. So you you put the Rosh back in. What? Um, three aliyot for the whole parasha. So according to this, you can do the opposite. So so what you'll do different is that you'll you will read the parasha of the week, but but, through, but with less aliyot. Okay. Metivi, we ask a question. Right. Waftini, we have the haftara. Wow. Biyodayaken with Yodayaken. Bishlamar Laman de Amar Kitisa. Hanotim Yodayaken. If you say Kitisa, that's what you do. You 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 haftara is me Yirmiyah by Yodayaken. Do Damila because it's similar to Shkalim. Dechtiv Kesef Nafshot Arko because it says in the parasha in the haftara Kesef Nafshot Arko. Elaman Vet Kovelachmi Maydami. We have a general rule that the haftara always mirrors the parasha that you read. So according to Shmuel, who says you read Kitisa, the Haftarah fits nicely, it mirrors the parasha, because it talks about um, giving money for each person. But according to one who says, who says that the parasha you read is uh, has nothing to do with Haftarah. So it doesn't fit according to him. How does, how does Rav get out of the problem? Says the Gemara. It fits like Reb Tavi. Because remember, Reb Tavi said that that Rosh Chodesh is connected because every Rosh Chodesh you have to bring from the new from the new new Shikalim. So therefore, it also is connected because we're mentioning Shikalim because, we, like Reb Tavi mentioned before. But it gives you another question. It says, If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out close to its week, then you double it. Here's an interesting thing. Let's say, now this fits only according to Tishmur, but the one says, what do you do when Parashat Shekhin falls out on its week? On the week that you're supposed to read it anyway. Then what do you do? So you, you read it and you double it. Okay? So it says, It could fall out at that time. is not the right time. Because uh, the Pasuk at Korbanilachmi is not in uh, Shemot, but rather in Bamidbar. And Bamidbar never comes out during Adar. Bamidbar is in the summer. And therefore, how is it ever going to happen? So this, we want to say that this Brayta is a proof against Rav. How could you tell me you call me like me? Then why would this Brayta say, you know, when your parasha equals with the with the with the parasha of the week, you do this? It can never happen. It's a proof to Shmuel. The people in Israel had a custom, not like us. We finish the Torah every year. The people in Israel had a custom to finish it every three years. So according to them, it could fall out that Mamed Bar will be on on Shekhaling. Uh, uh, okay. It goes like says straight up like Shmuel. This writer straight up. It says, uh, when it comes out on, on this time, you read you read Kitisa and you do, you finish Yudayakayan. Amar Bitzchak Nafcha. 
Rosh Chodesh 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 Rosh if Rosh Chodesh Tevet, which is on Hanukkah, falls on Shabbat, also, Motim Shalosh you bring out three Torot. One for the Parashat of the week, and one Hanukkah. Those are the two times that we take out, and there's actually three times we take out three Tevet Torahs. One is uh, these two, and the other one is Simchat Torah. Yes, we did. And we need both. Why? If we were told to tell us about Rosh Chodesh Tevet, I would say, Maybe he holds like Rav. Who says, And therefore, You might have thought that he holds like Rav, right? Why do you need both of them? Because if you only told me about Hanukkah, I would have said, Oh, Hanukkah, you take our three Torahs. But on Shikalim before, maybe you only need two, because if he holds like Rav, then you only need the Pasha of the week, plus one more for Kovim Lechmi, because you hold Kovim Lechmi is for Shikalim and for, and for Rosh Chodesh, you'll be fine. So therefore, I have to tell you the three then, because otherwise you wouldn't have thought so. Right? Shemar says, so why don't we just say, Rosh Chodesh Adar, and you don't have to tell me about Rosh Chodesh Tevet, because if you do Rosh Chodesh Adar, for sure you do Rosh Chodesh Tevet. So says Gemara, says yes. You're right. Really, the Rabbi only said one, and the Talmidim said figured out that you do the other one, and they mentioned it there. But it's really not him who said it. It was Talmidim who said the other one. Itmar, we learned. Rosh Chodesh Tevet Shechal Yot Shabbat. Rosh Chodesh Tevet Falls on Shabbat. That's the that's the Chanukah one. Amar Yitzchak Karut Lata. Be Rosh Chodesh. You read three aliyot of Rosh Chodesh. Vechad bechanukah and one for Chanukah. Now this is a weekday. On a weekday one, you do three Rosh Chodesh and only one for Chanukah. Rav Dimi Diminchifa says, Tlata bechanukah bechad Rosh Chodesh. He says, no, you flip it. Do three Hanukkah aliyot, only one Rosh Chodesh aliyah. So the question is, what do you combine into one? Do you do three Hanukkah ones, or three yeah, Rosh, Rosh Chodesh ones? Rosh Chodesh is more often than Hanukkah. Oh. So that's exactly what Ramani says. Ralph and Ramani are on the same, on the same page. Says Ramani, I'm Ramani. It's likely to go like a Ritzuk Nafchab. Why? Whatever is most common goes first, and we have much more Rosh Chodeshes than Hanukkah. Not much more, but a little more. There's, uh, every year there's 12 days of Rosh Chodesh, a little bit more, and there's only and there's 8 days of Hanukkah. So it's, uh, we win by 4 in the Tadir battle. You with us? No. Again, there's a rule. Whatever is most common, you do more. So we're not sure. What do you do? What should you do? Should you do three aliyot on Rosh Chodesh of Hanukkah? Should you do three aliyot of Rosh Chodesh and one Hanukkah, or three Hanukkah and one Rosh Chodesh? Answer the question. Well, what Ralph says, what comes more often? Does Hanukkah come more often a year or Rosh Chodesh? There's a lot more Rosh Chodeshes, at least thirty uh, percent more. And therefore, let's do let's do Rosh, three Rosh Chodesh and one Hanukkah. How do I mean? Kavatid Rav Dimi Mistabra Migram Lev Ishiavo 
Rosh Chodesh. Hilkach Haravii Rosh Chodesh by Mikre. He says different. He says, usually, you only on a regular Hanukkah, you have three Aliyot. Why are you reading a fourth Aliyah? Because it's Rosh Chodesh. You have to read the fourth Aliyah. So if Rosh Chodesh is what caused the fourth Aliyah, then let the fourth Aliyah be Rosh Chodesh. And that's why you do three of Hanukkah and one Rosh Chodesh. Right? My Havala, what's the Halakha? If Yosef Amar, Mashkichim, and Mashkichim Rosh Chodesh. You don't make Rosh Chodesh the main thing. Rosh Chodesh is less. Rav Amar, and Mashkichim Rosh Chodesh, you grow Hanukkah. Vilkata, what's the Halakha? Okay.